back to Insecurity, the official recap podcast for HBO's Insecure. I'm Crystal. And I'm Hey Friend. Hey. And it's the season finale. No. Friend already. I can't believe it. We, eight episodes. I mean, I understand y'all not doing no more and y'all not making them no longer. Thank you, Prentice. You've made that really clear. But like, <laughs> we just love it and we're so sad. I love that they had to announce that. Prentice we are like, not. And they're not any longer. <laughs> Shut up, <laughs> niggas. <laughs> That just goes to show how much we love it. We do. It's so good. Oh, and we love Issa. She's going around Inglewood looking for restaurants to donate food for the block party. And it's, uh, it's a, a challenge. tough. And it, it made me laugh because I'm like, Issa, you really thought this was going to be pulled off just, in a month. Did I not say that? I was like, I'm blown girl. by how she has not thought this out. Right. The lady at the city was right when she was like, sometime next year? Because, girl, you need time next for this. Next month? The man was like, an event? Hmm, you vagrants are getting smart. I died. <laughs> I died. He said you're getting crafty. Yes. The next lady was <laughs> like, I'm stealing that. Sounds like money out of my pocket and, and into yours. <laughs> next. <laughs> then the dude. And even with dude. the local musicians, right. <laughs> when she asked him, he was like, how many bitches gonna be there? Nigga, what? What's she telling him? One bitch. <laughs> Why his friends start busting out laughing right. in the background? <laughs> it's just like, girl, come on. <sighs> She's even back at the apartment complex asking Mr. Robinson if she threw a block party on her birthday. Will he come? He ain't even answer. And then <laughs> Trina's butt talking about, what'd she say? I'll come. I'll come. Girl, I, bitch, I'll go. <laughs> That's she, how you know shit's bad if you're inviting man, Mr. Robinson and Trina. She even said he could bring the dog that he don't have. <laughs> While they barked in the background. Like, so, yeah, this is harder than Issa thought it was going to be. Uh, she and Molly are at a restaurant and she's like, I'm not girl, doing this shit. The shit is on ice. And Molly said, well, what happened to musical with a cute? <laughs> what a terrible fucking man. But she's like, yeah, girl, it's hard. And Nathan had me gassed up thinking I could do this shit tomorrow. That's why he's Sandra blocked. <laughs> and he said, Mrs., so she's sending corny. out her resume now. Yeah. Molly's like, well, you know, good job on coming back to sanity. But <laughs> Issa's like, look, me needs a job. So... <laughs> A job she had. Right. Molly's like, oh, you had one. She's like, no, I need one like yours, which is boring and regular. But Molly's job is actually anything but these days. She says her co-workers are too fucking petty. Which I'm like, okay, so we're still not really aware of what's happening here. And Issa reminds her, girl, the way you did touring was kind of shitty. Like, you know. But Molly says she doesn't see it that way and says he, she, he should just be happy that she was staying on top of things. But instead, he's salty. <laughs> and then Issa, he's bringing salt to your shade chips. <laughs> She was so pleased with herself. That look on her face, that big ass smile. <laughs> she was just like, I did that. I will say, though, you notice Issa's been giving really good advice this season. She like has. Daniel. Yes. Like, I've been noticing that. Issa has lot certainly matured. Yes. Especially in, in how she caters and, like, helps her friends yes. think through things that they're going through. She's a through. lot more thoughtful. I love it. You know, it's that turning 30 light that comes on yes, and you is. just are like, huh, I'm seeing shit like a grown woman now. Right? That Saturn return. But Molly talks about how it's a double standard in the workplace. When men act like that, it's business. And when women do it, it's shade. And she's going to change that. And I think to a certain degree, she's right. She is right. Men undercut each other like that and other people all the time. And they're like, well, that's what you do to get the ahead. It's kind of Understood. This but, is a boys club culture. Right. But like it's shade when men do it also. Like that doesn't mean women should also do it. It just means like humans it would be best shouldn't. that humans should not treat each other like that. But Issa comes through again with a good suggestion and is like maybe you should just break bread with Torian and be real about where you're coming from with him. Molly looked at her like, bitch, no. <laughs> I'm going to just do like a man would and tell him he's pretty. Girl. <laughs> Molly is just, this wall that's up, nobody, Issa's coming through with good sense. Why can't you receive it? I don't get it. But She's anyway. pessimistic. The food comes and Issa actually claps. <laughs> That's this scene know. made me funny. think of us. <laughs> Remember when we were at the noodle shop? Oh my god! And I was like, "Oh, there's too many vegetables on your plate." <laughs> Issa said the same thing to Molly. She's like, "Oh, what's on the green?" <laughs> <laughs> this 
This is us in the noodle shop, girl. Oh shoot! She actually growled at her plate. I loved it. I've been I've been that in love with a plate of food before. I felt her. Molly's like, bitch, you got three tacos, a burrito, and a platter. But Issa says she's just bringing her birthday in, right? That's how you do it. She got to be a tourist. Last year was trash, but this year will be fun and drama free. Molly's picking her up on Saturday for her birthday surprise, and she's like, oh, I figured it out. We're going to Mexico for real ass Mexican food. We ain't dating. No, girl, I'm not. I'm not your man. <laughs> and for a second, I had to remember there in California because I was like Mexico. And then I'm like, oh, oh wait, it's not that far. Drive right <laughs> to get tacos. But then Issa with the see, that's just what a shady bitch would say. <laughs> just remind her, like, bitch, you are shady. <laughs> in case you forgot. <laughs> So Lawrence is meeting a man for lunch who we find out is his daddy. Right. I'm like, oh, okay. okay. I First like time this. seeing so some character development, which yes. makes me wonder oh, if Lawrence girl, is here to stop stay. This Yay. I'm grossed out. Gross. Meet the parents. Friend. <laughs> so Lawrence is talking about how he's glad he got to see his daddy on this trip, and his, his father just like immediately tosses that smartphone at Relatable him. Relatable like, content. Need help setting this up. My mama's the same. Oh like, my God. I'm like, girl, why do I pay for subscriptions that you don't use? <laughs> Why? But the worst is when your parents actually figure it out. Oh, now Lord. all my mom sends me are emojis. I was gonna all say day. when my mama starts sending bit emojis, it's gonna. Oh, be. it's a wrap. She my, don't even talk to me no more. My mama pronounces LOL as lol. Uh, like if you see her in person and she's reading a text out loud, she be like, and lol. then we went to the store. Lol. <laughs> Oh, thank you. Wait, did I tell you the time someone around me, someone I was close to passed, and my friend's mother sent me a text, you know, sending her condolences, really sad text, and then she ended with LOL. What? And I was like, did you just laugh? <laughs> and then she tells me later she thought it meant lots of love. No. <laughs> and it's so pure. It's so cute. <laughs> I can't even be mad. I was lots like, oh. of love. Oh, that As is a condolence. <laughs> Man, parents and tech. Yes, I parents. love this scene. And his daddy was like, "Look, I was happy with that flip phone. Your mama is the one who upgraded Real. us. This was not my idea. I just want you to know." <laughs> so his daddy asked him, "What's up?" And Lawrence is like, "I just wanted to see you." It's like, hmm, that some, that can't really like, be it. No, what else is there? Yeah. So he asks about Issa, and Lawrence says that they're talking, and you know, it's good, all things considered. His daddy's like, oh, so y'all not done? Lawrence is like, oh, no, it's done. We done, it's done. done. It's done, done. Right. So are you dating now? Hmm. Am I? Well, he says he was, but every woman was needy or demanding. Or divorced. Or divorced. <laughs> and his daddy says, look, relationships take work. And Lawrence is like, I just want to be like y'all. You know, you met, you fell in love, you got married happily ever after. I just want to meet a woman without any baggage. And his daddy's like, uh... <laughs> And this scene is important because people do this a lot. It is. Where they be like, why can't things be like my grandparents' day or my parents? And it's like, you don't know the half. I don't know, like every woman I went out with was either demanding, needy, divorced. Relationships take work. Yeah, I know. It's like you and mom, right? Y'all met, fell in love, and got married. It was easy. (laughs) You think Sylvia is easy? Yeah, I... (laughs) I, I I just want to meet a woman without any baggage. What you mean? Your mom and me had matching luggage. Then we put in work. Y'all kids don't want to work. Say your name for the voicemail. Yeah. Marcus Walker, you got to make your happy ending. This shit don't just happen. Okay, a sense of clarity in Lawrence's yes, face at like that point. You're not going to meet a girl who's perfect for you right out the box. And you're romanticizing your parents' relationship. And and you're ignoring the fact that you also come with baggage. Like, right. You should be working through your own shit. Like, I I get not wanting anybody with a bunch of issues because I don't either. Oh, no, yeah. But that's just because I have put in a lot of work on to my work own issues. Mine. Right, so I or don't want to put I'd up. rather someone who is proactively yes. working through it. You somebody could have issues. Somebody who is aware. You could have have issues yes. we all do but I want to know that you're not going to lean on me to right. make them all work out for Molly you. looking for a man to make her life complete <clears throat> <laughs> but anyway so Lawrence you know has a sense of clarity in that moment yes, which I love he does I really like the scene with his dad Molly is at work speaking of her and asked her assistant Karen if she's seen Torian 
And Karen's like, oh, yeah, girl, he's in the conference room with the partners. They actually just asked to see you. I got a little bit shook in this I did, too. I was like, oh, fuck. Uh-oh, girl. Fired. But in reality, they just landed that huge new uh, client, and they want Torian to lead alongside Molly. Yikes. Did you see his She face? was, oh. He, he was living. If you could turn that bitch into stone, <laughs> child, just call her Sodom or Gomorrah <laughs> because he was irate. Oh, shit. She's trying to hold it in, but the partners are talking about how they were super impressed with her presentation. And Molly thanks them for the opportunity. And Torian it has to say something. So he says, you know, yeah, thank you. It's great to have a teammate as aggressive as Molly. I'm sure the client will appreciate that. She was like, well, goddamn. Okay. Now, again, this is pretty rich coming from Torian's you pompous know. ass. Hey, Kettle. But <laughs> I'm like, okay, so things are going to continue to be uncomfortable at work. Great. Speaking of work, Issa is on an interview for a job at Beat Crew. And look who it is. Eli. It's the cutie that I thought she was going to start dating, but yes. that wasn't the storyline at all. And she's really selling herself, I think, because she doesn't have to lie like most people yeah, usually great. do in interviews. Okay, so right. what happened with your old job? Oh, um, I just wanted to find something more in line with my passion, which is why I feel like this could be it. Okay. Okay. Well, look, I can't tell you what our budget's looking like right now, but... I'm going to send all this upstairs, all right? And I'm going to get back to you as soon as possible, okay? Thank you so much, Eli. I appreciate it. Absolutely. Like, like shit. <laughs> but, I mean, that's a nonprofit struggle. Exactly. It'll be exactly what you want to do in alignment with usually, mm-hmm. like, working with kids or yeah. hospitals or... Things you're really passionate about. That's a way that from matter. capitalism, but then that means you're going to be that broke. That means you're going to make $8 an hour. You know? So, yeah. The beat crew, though. She, <laughs> yeah. she, she gets excited. He's going to send everything upstairs and be in touch ASAP. I'm like, you just are, just can't help being awkward, though, can you, Issa? She was so awkward in this interview. I had secondhand embarrassment. I was like, can we get a redo, a do-over? Oh, my God. I actually, I hoped that Eli saw her enthusiasm for what it was. Like, right. she really does want to work there. Right, exactly. Molly is picking Issa up for her birthday, birthday surprise and texts her when she spots it's Nathan walking Talk up with flowers. About birthday surprise. I said, oh no, this nigga didn't. And you called it. You said in last week, you said you had a feeling that he was going to pull up again. I didn't <sighs> see that. I'll be honest, I did not see him coming back. Damn, friend. I wasn't sure. I was, you know what I thought this was going to be? Um, I mean, I've never, have you ever been ghosted? No. I've never been ghosted, so I don't, can't say it, but I can imagine just like, emotional intelligence will tell me that when someone ghosts, you never know what happened. And right. you, there's no rational answer for it. You never see them again. So I thought they were going to just play that because it's honest. Yeah. It's real. Like, we'll never know what the fuck happened to Nathan. He just dipped. But but no, we will know what the fuck happened to Nathan. He, he really had the nerve. He really brought his ass up here. And I felt like Molly was being an excellent friend in this scene. I really did. She pulled up with the aggression. Does she know you here? No. Then why are you here? Disappearing for a whole month? No calls, no texts? What the hell's wrong with you? Look, I came to talk to Issa. Nah, it's her birthday. She happy. You're not about to fuck it up. Fuck is your issue? Like, if I've watched my friend not only have her feelings hurt, but go to the levels of crazy that Issa went to because she was so pressed about Nathan, I'm going to be very mad when I see that nigga again. And I'll be damned if you come back and ruin the surprise that I have planned for her fucking birthday because you want to get your feelings out. I don't I give disagree. a shit. No, bitch. You I can do it later. I would be so mad at y'all if y'all interfered with a lesson. But you need to be interfered but with. But this is a lesson that Issa needs to learn. She can learn There's... it tomorrow. <laughs> Today is her fucking no, birthday. listen. Nathan is medicine. He's no, medicine. Listen to me. He is medicine in the sense that there is something, there's a level he will unlock, a Mm -hmm. a level of knowledge because she has to go through this. And so that's why I was kind of tight. I was like, you don't interfere with your friend's lessons. Oh, yes, you do. (laughs) Because it wasn't like Molly was like, never contact her again. You're not going to fuck this day. But she was like, get out. Well, he did need to get out. It's her fucking birthday. If Issa had seen Nathan, that would have been for the whole thing. Yeah. She would have been like, but I'll catch up with place. you later. No, I, it is, though. No. That is the best 
friend's place to keep you from getting your feelings hurt on your fucking birthday. Issa had way more fun. But we see that Issa agreed with me later. No. Because she was pissed. Okay, we will get there when we get there. <laughs> we will get there when we get there. She was but pissed. But I don't think... We, we will talk about it later, friend. <laughs> you agree with Molly and I agree with Issa. Yes. Well, no. <laughs> we'll get there. <laughs> Anyway, she cuts him out and he walks off. And I, yes. The way he walked off cracked me up, though. He was like, like, well, all right. Okay. Yeah. And so you're gone now. Mm. So Issa is blindfolded while Molly leads her down a cemetery path. And I'm like, what kind of weirdo white people shit is this? Now, you know, this is really a thing. It has to be. They actually, it's an event where they go to a graveyard and watch movies. I remember the first time someone invited me. I was like, you got to be kidding me. Y'all like sit at the cemetery. They're like, yeah, it's a thing. And it's really a thing. Uh, I'm never going to that. <laughs> it's actually kind of cool. I know, I know. It's it's weird, but it's cool. And... <laughs> it was packed out, too. Oh, yeah. There were a lot of people there. And but this was a black version of it, so I was fascinated. <laughs> Issa was like, I know we went too far to still be in Inglewood. <laughs> I can hear white people music. <laughs> Is it a Beverly Hills shopping spree? <laughs> We are My, not dating. We are not dating. I need you to get it. <laughs> so she tells her to take the blindfold off. And she's like, oh, you took me to a line. Is there food at the end of this line? <laughs> or is it just a line Now line? you took me to a line, though. He's just so cute. She is so you dumb. took me to a line. But no, they're at a screening of The Last Dragon, which so, is that a real movie? Yeah, you I've never seen it. With Vanity... Oh, um, there we go. Okay, the cover is what threw me off. I was like, what kind of weirdo? (laughs) This is a rip-off movie I've never seen. Yeah, I love that movie. Yeah, so uh, they're at a screening for it. So clearly that must be like her favorite movie. Right, she knows how much Issa loves it. You know, this is clearly not something Molly would have planned for herself. Right. Kelly's inside saving their spots and they hug. And Issa's so excited because she's starting 30 off right. She's with her girls. She's securing the bag. And Molly's like, yeah, girl, secure that bag because your little project, I don't know about that. <laughs> and the little kind of hurt Issa's feelings. She was like, little? little? Like, wait a minute. Mine's like, look, look, bitch, I believed in you. Low-key, I agreed. But I still I mean, believe in you. I'm just saying I don't have to anymore because you making real money will be good for us both. True. Because Issa... <laughs> She be your bad and Molly all the time when it comes to like paying for shit. <laughs> so I see where Molly is coming from, but Issa's like, look, bitch, it's still nonprofit, so you're still gonna be the rich one. Dead. I just need you to understand. Like, I'm always gonna be the broke one <laughs> in this friendship. And Molly fills Issa in on everything going on at work, being invited to be co-counsel for the case, and is like, you know what? My instincts were right. You called it being shady, but it was just like shit was at my old firm and I did what I had to do to be noticed. Nisa's <sighs> still skeptical. You know, I don't think trying to Annalise Keaton, your co-workers, is a good idea, which I thought was so funny, especially because <laughs> the dude who plays Nathan was on Schmurder. So I was like, Bay, yeah. I love this reference here. <laughs> but Molly says it'll all be good when she's on the partner track and taking Issa to Morocco. And I thought, oh, maybe that'll be how the series ends. Oh. With the two of them going on their girls trip to Morocco. I still thought it was going to be the block party but obviously (laughs) watch because it's gonna take Issa a while no girl right but that's what Issa was like we are dating this is my girlfriend y'all and Molly was like get off me bitch my man might be here (laughs) I've done that too many times with my friends so Lawrence is walking up and I'm like of course both of these geeks love this movie They're over there acting it out, you know, playtime's over, boy. Such a cute nerd moment. Kiss my converse. (laughs) (laughs) Molly called them the nerds that they are. Right. He's meeting up with Chad, and Issa's like, okay, well, we'll see you inside. But then she watches him a little bit too long when he walks off. Mm -hmm. Molly's like, uh, bitch, (laughs) are you good? (laughs) She's talking about, oh, I was reading the back of his shirt. Right. Oh, okay, show enough, bitch. So was I. Show enough, you was. (laughs) I could not believe they were really in a cemetery, but they were like walking past people's headstones. I'm telling you, this is really I it's can't. bonkers. Maybe we should start the New York We're one. We're absolutely not, friend. I cannot <laughs> stress the... Sis, I almost <laughs> called you out your name. <laughs> I'm not doing that, friend. Don't ask me again. <laughs> so they're looking for Kelly and they spot her taking selfies, as always. With her drinks. Talking about she looking like show right. <laughs> Three times for the birthday, bitch. Hey. And Molly's like, girl, we do not need all this space. It's just the three of us, but... 
She did not want to replicate what happened at the music festival. Right? We do not want to do that. We're not fighting white bitches till the movie is over. (laughs) But she said, oh, you still fighting pregnant bitches, though? (laughs) Oh, girl. You didn't know Tiffany made her the godmama. I said, oh, okay. Well, this is a good sign. This is a good sign. But Kelly was like, now she died. I got to take the baby. They're like, Derek will probably take the baby. And then for her to be like, hopefully, because if I wanted a kid, I would have kept the last one. Wow. I said, was this another one of Natasha's famous ad-libs? <laughs> Did they write this out? Because I was I feel like done. she put that in there. <laughs> oh, lowest of keys. That was too much. I was like, oh, this bitch is tired. So Molly is pouring champagne. And of course, they toast to Issa. It's her birthday. Celebrate to being 30, yeah. single, successful. Successful. Black and thriving, looking Yay. like all three Jennifer Hudsons. <laughs> that lot took down. <laughs> Yo, they got some great one-liners on this Oh, Kelly show. always does. And when Molly asked her what happened to her man, she was like, hmm. Couldn't even remember his which name. One? She's like, girl, the tiny nigga. <laughs> you remember the black one? And she's like, oh, girl, he was on some callous shit. He wouldn't give me no head. I had to hit him with the, you ain't smart. <laughs> You ain't a genius. (laughs) And she tells Molly, like, look, bitch, I hope he don't bring that same energy over to Asian Bay. But Molly's like, oh, girl, Andrew is dead. She's like, I got cut off. And Kelly's like, what happened, girl? Was it the 405? (laughs) (laughs) Which cracked me up. Like, no, bitch, dead to me. So anyway, Molly's like, you know, I really almost liked Andrew, but he was doing too much. And Kelly's like, you cannot keep a nigga who is doing too much. Exhibit A. Right over there. Had to cut that nigga off. <laughs> but like, why was the whole joint filled with her ex? With niggas she that she pointed fucked. in like four directions. Don't judge because don't don't judge because one of them looks like Forrest Whitaker. <laughs> Shit just happens, okay? She fucked that other nigga. All her sex ghosts are in the graveyard. <laughs> and he's just like, damn, mine too, because Lawrence is here as well. And that's when Kelly decides to get Quantrell's attention. And, but why she start yelling? I'm like, girl, right. fuck you, Contrail. And then she was like, wait, oh, that ain't him. <laughs> but then she walked over to him and he went, I ain't mean fuck you. I meant, hey, what the fuck you doing? <laughs> she has so many good lines oh. on this show. It's like I could just watch them over and over. But Issa spots Lawrence as he's walking up to Chad and their other friend. I forgot his name. It's I don't remember somewhere. his name either. He's super funny though. But he's talking about why your hair is so dusty. <laughs> 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 And Chad is sitting there holding a purse. Yes, he's in a chair, a lawn chair, first of all. He did not come out here to sit on no damn blanket. Oh, you knew Chad was going to sit on no blanket. Right, but yeah, he pulls out this purse to reapply his Carmex. And then we find out when Lawrence asked him about it that it's his fiance's purse. She didn't want to carry it in the porta potty because it's bad luck. Well, probably because it's expensive. Well, it's Balmain. He right. said it's expensive. Like Balmain like Beyonce. <laughs> Don't forget. And then y'all hear Michelle getting married. <laughs> Listen, Chad is hive, okay? <laughs> he knows too much He's of like, our I'm business. <laughs> so Lawrence asked how Leah took his cheating ass back. And he's like, man, you act like you don't know how love works. I did a thing and she forgave me for it. And, and he was that's like, that. so the Lord just led you back to Leah? And he's like, man, listen, I wasn't going to just start this couple shit over with anybody else. Fuck I look like. And his friend was like, well, he was groveling. <laughs> what did he say? He had to right. make smoothies. Yeah, because Lawrence was like, so you just bought her some flowers and a purse. And he was like, oh, no, nigga. He had to do begging. He had to apologize to the Aineys and blend smoothies and watch Project Runway. But not until he knew how to make an A-line skirt. Okay. <laughs> He has watched it so much. I said, well, this kind of sounds like lemonade. Niggas, like, going through their redemption. Uh, And the friend was like, okay, but you did all that. You still can't leave her ass at home? But Chad being Chad is like, you know it was worth it because the head is still amazing. I was like, Chad, this is your fiance. What are you doing? She's going to be right back in a minute. You do not share that kind of stuff about just serious partners. But I guess Chad really did have a moment at church and went, back to his fiance and begged for forgiveness. Oh, that's right. I forgot about church. And did what he had to do to get back in her good Maybe graces. Maybe he really did get saved. Uh, I don't know about all that. <laughs> but I think, you know what I actually think? I think Chad is one of the people that Lawrence's daddy was talking about who doesn't really want to do the real work. Mm. Like, he's talking about all the things he's done to make his fiance happy, but he isn't talking about the personal growth and reflections and the changes he's had to make in order to be a good 
partner and husband. Like he isn't didn't talking about any of that. It didn't even seem like he was remorseful. Right. Or and he's even, still talking about her hair game. Yeah. And even the way he was referring to it as like, I did a thing. Yeah. You know, see, a thing. It's like you're not even really taking responsibility. Like you don't even name it. But, but we also kind of see that with Chad. That he is like that. Yeah. Right. He's not. He's not uh, reflecting. <laughs> He's not dissecting feelings and shit. I mean, the it's Chad's clearly not broke, so maybe the fiance was like, "Look, man, I right? Guess. It is where my bomb ain't it." So the screener is about to start, and Molly points out that the girl who organized it uh, works with Tiffany, and she was at the baby shower. Right. And how these movie screenings are usually white as fuck, but it's a blackbuster night. Cute name. <laughs> that was adorable. <laughs> and she gets on the mic talking about, you know, how important this is and thanking everybody for the turnout and says, I love us. And I thought, you know what? Me too. <laughs> I just love black people so much. And this just seems like such a dope idea. Such a cute event. Right. So um, Molly is in the concession line later. And lo and behold. She spots Jared, that perfect nigga from was last season. season one? Was it season one? I, I think, think it was. was. So, yeah. If you don't remember Jared, he's the guy that Molly was talking to who got hit from a guy one time. And Molly was like just really homophobic about it. Yeah, she couldn't She couldn't handle that. it and stop talking to him. And so they're catching up. He asked if she's a judge yet. And he told her he's now the regional manager because that was the other thing too. She was kind of yeah, turned like off by the, the fact that he boy worked. Enterprise. Yeah, he worked for Enterprise. She's a lawyer. She was like, I don't even know how this will work out. Right, but he's saying, you know what? We'll still pick you up, girl. You gotta call no lift. Don't worry about all that. <laughs> <laughs> so they're uh, complimenting each other on how good they look when a man walks up to Jared and says that he's heading back to their blanket and Molly instantly is like, wow, this nigga's on a date. Flashback to yep. what happened between them. Immedi- immediately thinks that immediately, that's her man. Immediately, yes. His man, rather. Immediately jumping to what, in her opinion, would be the worst of that person. And it's wild how she just, her whole energy She was flipped. so uncomfortable. And it was so obvious when she was just like trying so hard to get back to the blanket. And he's like, but you didn't even buy anything. And she's just like, oh yeah, I forgot I'm fasting. And then she runs. Right. She literally ran. Like, girl, you're not Muslim, but still respecting Ramadan. That doesn't make... How I don't understand how she saw this and was just like so taken aback by it that she just had to go tell her friends right then. Like, I want Molly to grow up in so many ways. And if he already told you that he's had experiences with men, what are you surprised about if he was there with someone? Honestly, I feel like a lot of straight people act like this. A lot of straight girls act like this around the topic of anything that isn't heterosexuality. Yikes, Molly. She bumps into Lawrence while she's running off. And I noticed that he's watching her. So now he knows where they're sitting. Oh, my God. I literally just wrote that in my notes. (laughs) I was like, I like this moment because it leads him back to Issa. And of course, he remembers that it's her birthday. Oh, and he brings her a box of raisinets. True. Which she didn't need anymore. She's been eating them (laughs) all morning. We already know that she wakes up in the middle of the night and eats the ones that she forgot that night before. But (laughs) Molly got back to the blanket first and was telling Issa about seeing Jared. And she's like, oh, girl, how you looked? And she's like, oh, you look gay. Oh, my God. I'm like, God damn it, Molly. Why are you like this? Issa's like, girl, at least the nigga is happy, you know. And Molly's like, see, I have been kicking myself, but my instincts were right the whole time. And now she's just like on a roll with this instinct shit. Like she feels like she nailed it at work and her instincts were right. And now they were right about Jared and she should have, she was great letting him go. And I'm like, the whole time I'm thinking, okay, well, girl, even if he is on a date, the man could be bisexual. Like, I don't... But Who you know cares? what? Just do the most. Right? Because that's what you do. The movie starts and Kelly returns and she's like, uh, that it was, was Quantrill. And we back together. <laughs> but how she say, damn it, we back together? <laughs> like, so you don't want to be? You know, Molly... Molly, Kelly's dating life could be its own show by itself. <laughs> that's when Lawrence walks up and gives Issa the box of raisinets for her Cutie. birthday. And, oh, God, <laughs> The nigga who was like, sit your big head ass down. (laughs) But he said, you ain't a window. (laughs) So they're talking about the movie. He's like, girl, it's sexist. It is sexist, but I do still love it. Right. He's asking her about the block party. You know, like, I really thought you were on something, but she says it's on hold because it got hard and she got all these rejections and she's feeling super discouraged. Seems like it wasn't going to work. And she just wants to make better choices, which Lawrence can understand because he's been down that exact same road with yeah. whoop-de-whoop 
and, you know, struggling with all that. And now things are better for him. You know, he wanted to make better choices in his own life. Yeah. You saw his face kind of shift at that point. Yeah. You know, he was being kind of thoughtful, but he, Mike, that's a dude's name. He's like, let me get back before Mike eats all my taquitos. Oh, that was... (laughs) So you don't stay hungry. Don't don't tell him I said that. (laughs) But he got up to walk off and kind of stops and says, happy birthday again. And that's where he's like, you ain't a window, nigga. Like, especially if you're that tall. Oh, my God. You need to move. Seven feet tall. So the movie's over. They're packing their things up. And Issa's looking around and I can tell she's just dreaming. Like, my block party could be like this. Oh, wow. I read something totally different. That is so funny. Oh, friend, what did you think? I thought she was looking around for Lawrence. Oh, gross. No. I did, because the way she got up and was looking around, I was like, she's trying to see if she can spot Lawrence. But then she talks about how fun it was, and they shouldn't have to cross the 10 to get to shit like this. And Yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. We just read it differently. That's <laughs> so funny. You would think she was looking for Lawrence. I thought she was just like, Issa, all these black people tweet us and tell us I'm what. A girl. <laughs> I'm telling you, I was right about this, and I'm right about Molly. <laughs> But anyway, Jared and the dude are walking up and <laughs> Molly is like having a little bit of a meltdown. Like everybody, be cool, be cool. And he it's introduces his brother. His brother. And his brother's girlfriend and his own girlfriend, Amber. <sighs> mm, mm. Mm-mm-mm. What was that about your intuition, Molly? The way Issa and Kelly looked at her in this moment, especially Kelly when she cocked that head to the side, <laughs> was so priceless because we're like, oh, girl, what happened to your instincts? You're so homophobic, bitch. Like, that was wild. Molly, I see so much of me in you, and then I see so many things in you I don't like. <laughs> and this is one of those wild things. It's wild to me that she is not grown from at that all. situation at all. Like, girl, it's been years since then. You but know? They're walking out when Issa stops to talk to Tiffany's friend who organized the event, and Issa's, you know, asking her how she do it, and the girl's like, bitch, this was a headache, you know? Right. I had to be persistent. <laughs> the venue has their own way of doing things, but I just had to be persistent. Yeah. But I was like, black people want this and need this, and here we are. You know, I was trying to do something similar in Inglewood, and... Oh. I just got mad overwhelming. I just felt like I kept getting nothing but nose. (laughs) Very familiar with nose. But I just focused on turning them into yeses or at least, okay, fine, just leave me alone. about to forge a new friendship with her. Right. Which I was like, okay, which kind of ties into what I was saying about all the friendships shifting and changing. Like, mm-hmm. this could be a new person in her life that supports her yes. in ways that are, like, helpful. Right. Somebody who encourages her creatively because Molly is not really good at that. Right. <laughs> and it's someone in her same field. She literally accomplished what Issa's been trying to figure out, even though it hasn't even been a week, and Issa really thought she was going to figure out a block party in, like, a week. Well, she... That is just but when she realized how hard it was gonna be she got super discouraged and seeing this girl pull it off and be successful I think has her her re-inspired right so Molly and Issa are at Issa's spot drinking Jameson eating hot Cheetos which (laughs) mood (laughs) and Issa's like getting excited about the block party again but Molly's just like bitch I thought we was off that why are we back on this and Issa's like didn't you say to trust my instincts she's like no girl I said trust my instincts we don't want to do that. And that's when it gets messy. She's like, oh, like your instincts told you Jared was gay? Mm. (laughs) Oh, okay, bitch. Molly says she's just trying to help with it like she did with the bomb ass birthday and this the bomb part made ass my stomach hurt. I was nigga like, control. I was like, she's about to mention Nathan. She is. And I sent his ass on the way with the quickness. I wasn't about to let him ruin your birthday, girl. I'm sorry. Why didn't you just tell me? You said you didn't want no drama on your 30th. So you're welcome. Girl, what the fuck? Why? You should have just told me and let me handle it myself. Oh, like how you handled going over his house? Bitch, you had me looking dumb while you was over there playing Harry at the spot. Look, I know you were trying to help, but bitch, I'm not you. I don't cancel niggas left and right. Oh, well, when a bitch is right, a bitch is right. I'm sorry, what? You've been on some real negative shit lately, bitch. Like, you keep assuming the worst in everybody. Like, homie from your job, for example. You just came for him out of nowhere. Girl, that was not out of nowhere. I don't want to be like every other woman in my office stalled out at associate. So, yeah, this is just how I have to be. Is it? 
What's your end goal? You gonna be partner all alone with everybody hating you? Cause that's not you. That's that's never been you. Do you think she should have told her? I mean, yeah, I don't see anything wrong with telling her. I also don't think there was anything wrong with sending Nathan away because Issa deserved <sighs> to enjoy. I wouldn't have told her that night. Like the point was to not ruin her birthday. Right. That's but, what I'm saying. If the point if her pushing or rather sending Nathan away was to not have drama, then why would she tell her the same night? I don't think it she meant the purpose. she said that bomb nigga control without really thinking about it. She Yikes. was just feeling herself like, oh, but I did all these great things. And like, oh, but you forgot that mm. Issa doesn't really know about that. And she actually gets out of the bed like, well, why didn't you just tell me that he was here? But she reminds her like, bitch, you said you wanted to be drama free on your birthday. So you're welcome. And Issa's like, well, girl, you really should have told me so that I could handle it. And that's when Molly's like, oh, like you handled going to his house, having me looking like a dumbass while you played Harriet the Spy. I mean, which is <laughs> a good point. She had a point. I'm like, these bitches, see, they come at each other, but they're right when they do. And you can't pick and choose when you want to involve me in your shit. You know what I mean? So in that yes. point, I understood what Molly was saying. And this is where I feel like Issa acknowledged that. She's like, I know you were trying to help, but I'm not like you. I don't just be canceling these niggas. I give them chance after chance. Well, she didn't say that part, but <laughs> Molly says when a bitch is right, a bitch is right. And Issa tells her, look, you have been super negative lately. I actually thought this was going to turn into a bigger argument. But again, Issa is showing this growth where she, she didn't she turn into petty. Nope. It didn't turn into pettiness. She's just like, girl, you've been super down and negative lately. You assume the worst in everybody like you did with Torian, like you do with Andrew, like you do with Nathan, although with Nathan, you have a good reason to. <laughs> but Molly says she doesn't want to be stalled out at associate like every other woman in the firm. So this is how she has to be. And Issa's like, I really don't think it is. Like, what's the end goal here? You're going to be partnered with everybody hating you because that's not you. <sighs> and then picks up her drink and walks out. And I'm like, yo, it's bad no when Issa got more detected. sense than you do. <laughs> Sheesh, but even that moment, Molly looked up like, damn, she had to take a sip. You saw that? Like, because remember, Andrew read her too and was like, both yous are fucked up. Right. (laughs) She's getting hit, man. She is. And speaking of, she's at work the next day and making a beeline for Torian to talk about the case. And lo and behold, he lets her know that he got himself removed and he's actually working with the ladies now on their case. And the fact that he walks over to their office. Oh, yeah, and sits down and and looks up. It's hey girl, us against you now, Can bitch. we do something for Ooh, you, bitch? Was, that made me sad, though. Ooh, I was like, wait. Molly, what'd you do? She's like, what? Who's going to be my co-lead? And he's like, I told him, I feel like you can handle it on your own. Just you got like every been, fucking thing yeah. right. And I said, oh, bitch, now you were excited to co-lead, but that meant somebody else was co-responsible if shit went wrong. Now it's all on you. This could be a huge gamble. And the thing is, I trust that Molly will get the job done by herself. My biggest concern is the office politics. This is not going to end well for her. Right, because you don't. The whole team (laughs) hates you. They all looked up at her. Lord. Oh, God. We'll see, though. Maybe she'll fix it, like you said. I mean... The thing is, there are, I, I see what Molly is saying about there are men in the workplace who just aren't liked, but they're so good at their job that it nobody cares if is. you like them or not. Right, as long as she's getting done. So we will see. The thing is, we've never had any reason to doubt Molly's abilities. Right. But this is a huge project. And if she fucks up, it could be like, I don't know, maybe fireable. I don't know. Yes. So uh, we'll but see. the consequences of her action. Consequences of how the fuck you act, girl. So Issa's meeting up with um the friend, the new friend. Do we ever know her name? I don't think so. I don't think we catch it. But um, Let's call her Braid. Okay, because I like her braid in this scene, right? <laughs> so Braid is like, look, girl, I can help you with this. I, have I just wish we could get like a up. really big headliner. What do you mean wish? We are. I'll set up a meeting at Rock Nation. I know they're A&R guy. That's incredible. Uh, thank you so much for meeting up with me. It's been so helpful to just have someone to bounce ideas off of. Absolutely. And I know it's not easy what you're doing, but I really like the sound of it. And I love that it's local because we need it. Please, yeah. don't forget to come back for Indie Rock Night. Ah. <laughs> Girl. <laughs> Where are you headed? Do you need a lift? Because you know I live. No, I'm good, actually. I have a date. Oh, okay, get it. 
I do what I can. It's hard out here. Well, I'll I'll see when the white manager stopped them on the way out, like, come back for Indie Rock Night. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> bitch, we are not coming back for Indie Rock Night. And this is why we need something for us, by us. Because these bitches is opening up coffee shops and having Indie Rock Night. And you know what? Wasn't that the same lady who opened this season where there was a white lady the gentrification opening yeah she was announcing the the grand opening yeah right yeah oh god it all came back around yep it was the same lady sure was so um the girl is like i have a date a braid has a date so they hug and you know at this point was like it's obviously someone we know. Yeah, because they would not have they mentioned it They wouldn't have brought otherwise. it up and made such a point of it. Like, it was an emphasis in that line. Mm-hmm. So I was like, it's either Nathan or Lawrence. I yep. knew it It had to be one of those two. I did think it was Nathan, though. I, I did, too. Yeah. Just because... Like, what has that nigga been up to? Mm. So, anyway, Issa's walking uh, up to her apartment and she sees the flowers that Nathan left at her front door. See, his cheap ass did not actually buy new ones for the next day. <laughs> Just brought over the same ones, but it's fine. I mean, they looked good still. Man, now in this scene, Andrew is at home playing video games, but he looks so fine with his hair all down He's like cute. a model. Child. Molly hits his line and Nathan walks through the door just at that moment. And so, thought, you know, okay, he's okay, back. Okay, so you're, you are alive and right. cut hair. Mm, okay. So Molly is kind of bullshitting on the phone at first with, uh, Andrew and he's like look girl I have shit to do so what's like, up what do you want like, do you have a second I mean more than a second like bitch just spit what it do out you want? right <laughs> and Molly has a moment of realness says she realizes that she does not always assume the best in people <clears throat> she's very hurt from the situation with her ex which calling Joe your ex is a reach y'all were not in a relationship it blows my mind that Molly really she creates what she needs to she create. She decided that Dro let her on. No, he never said he was going to leave his wife. He never said that y'all were building something permanent together. They fuck other people. And you agreed to be part of that. You d- He didn't offer you anything else. And you gave him keys to your house. Oh. But this is a pattern. It is. She creates situations. Right. She creates the dynamic mm-hmm. and then hates what it comes to be. Right. Even though she put them in motion. Keep going to therapy. Start Please. telling the whole truth. That therapist needs to be yes. a lead on this show. <laughs> Please, Issa, next We have to season. upgrade her to series regular. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, the hurt has, you know, hit her deeper than she thought. And she's been taking it out on everybody else. And it's not an excuse, but she does apologize. And he kind of just exhales and is like, I'm here. When she's like, hello? And then she just kind of relaxes and... They both disarmed in that yes, moment. Yes. I said, okay, this is... I'm like, okay, so is this about to be a thing? Or maybe not. He could just be a moment of clarity for her. Doesn't? Maybe. But we'll see. I'm just going to be real. <laughs> Molly doesn't deserve Asian Andrew. I agree. <laughs> He's too sweet and too fine and too funny and too charming. And he seems emotionally intelligent. Yes. Like you see how he knows how to shift her. her. And then, yeah, like when she was <laughs> about to snap, he tried to make it light. Like he always knows how to shift energy to make things feel better. Mm-hmm. I like men like that. So you're right. I don't yeah. know if she's She ready doesn't for him. deserve. No. no. But really, she didn't deserve Jared either. The universe oh keeps my God, sending Jared. her all these great guys. And she just, ugh. Anyway. So Braid is on her date and it's with Lauren. She thought she scared him away when she said she was divorced. And to be honest, she did. Right. He talked about that with his daddy. Dad totally flipped this one. But he said, nah, wait till you hear about my DUIs, though. (laughs) She was like, multiple. (laughs) (laughs) But they're laughing about it. And I'm like, okay, so this is going to be very Mm, interesting. Man. Because... Issa's certainly going to find out one way or oh, another. Oh, this is a perfect entry into season four. But she can't piss this girl off because this girl has connections to get Coco Cella done. Sorry, girl. Musical with a Q is not. <laughs> I'm not saying that. And but. honestly, she, her and Lawrence are over. You know? Right. They are. It just is what it is. She just, didn't she just tell, was it Molly? Who was she talking to? And she was like, I think I'm finally over him. You yeah. know? You mm-hmm. have, that's when you She's have to start She's talking to Molly and, and uh, Kelly about it. Right. Right, now you have to respect that he is going to be dating someone else and you might have to be around to see it. But as we've seen, 
the two of them, like in that last scene, last episode, when they were just having their banter and going back and forth and having their coffee and green tea, like they're cute together. And even though they both say that they've moved on, I believe that's true. But I also think the potential for feelings is still very much oh, there. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And she and this girl have a friendship. And like I said, she and a business, this business partnership. partnership. Yeah. Like she does not want to fuck that up. But Issa doesn't do a good job of playing cool. Look at how she stalked Nathan. So we're just going we'll to have to see. Speaking of Nathan, <laughs> she agreed to meet with his bitch ass. And this part cracked me up because she does that thing where, like, you agree to meet with the person, but then you still have, like, your arms locked Oh, to yeah, them. you got a whole attitude. So but you're you... like, I'm going to talk to you, but I hate you. But I'm mad at you, but I want to listen to what you want to say. But I'm pissed, mm-hmm. but I'm still going to, you know, let you Because you really mind. want your explanation. Like, why the fuck did you do that to me? Right. He tells her, you didn't deserve to be ghosted, but, you know, I went back to Houston. Like, really and down and, and kind of negative and... <sighs> I just can't talk to people sometimes. And I didn't want to put you through that. So you ghosted me and left LA because you were in a bad mood? No, I, no, I, I, I yeah, I know, I know that's fucked up. It's, um, I just wasn't thinking straight. And I wish I, I had, like a better explanation, but that's the truth. Nathan, I didn't ask for you to come into my life. I, you came after me and then you just left. Like it was nothing. Look, I'm, I'm sorry. Look, I just need some time to figure out what I want. Honestly, that was a terrible excuse. Yeah, even if he is is suffering from something, I would have rather him explain it. Like. I just say don't have exactly. nothing else to say. It's like, okay, so do you really think that? So what am I supposed to do at that point? Continue to subject so myself? So now we're just like, okay, and then you get to do that when you want? Like, no, you actually don't get to hurt my feelings whenever you feel like it. Sorry. So this scene made me change my prediction. Okay. Well, Issa told him that she needs to go because her neighbors made a noise complaint to her about her. <laughs> Which made me laugh. But I don't think he's a felon anymore. I think he's married. Okay. Yeah, I think it's that thing where he got he was getting away from something. He never really told us what it was. So maybe it was a marriage that was failing or a relationship that was failing. Gets away, goes to L.A. to kind of clear his head and maybe try to see if he can start new. Mm -hmm. When he saw his feelings for Issa were growing, he probably felt like I need to go back and tie up those loose ends so that I can come back. Like he says, because he says, I'm back for good. Yeah. You notice the emphasis yeah, on that. Yeah, he says, I'm back here now for, for good. For good. Right. So that's what made me kind of wonder, like, if you there's were just... something he was tying up back in Texas that he had to go do and then came back and was hoping, I don't know why he did it that way, <laughs> that she would just be like, cool, you were gone for a month. But if he was just gone home for a month to tie things up, he didn't, like, that doesn't excuse not texting me at all. You didn't have to tell agree. me you were in Houston. You didn't have to tell me what you were doing there. But to just not text and be in communication at all is just trash and there's no excuse yeah, for it. Yeah, I mean, it don't make sense, but we'll see. But I, that kind of made me change what I... I don't think he's a felon anymore. Okay, well, we'll see. Uh, but, you know, further proving her growth, Issa walks inside of her apartment. She puts a vinyl on and starts really finalizing everything. Unpacking the boxes. That crib looked nice. When she was done, I right? was like, okay, Issa. I didn't remember it looking like that. I was I'm like, like is where did you get all apartment? this furniture? That mint green couch? That was cute, girl. Everything was cute. The I love that. Yes, when she was figuring out where the pictures would go and took the plastic off her couch. And, so- and I know you could relate because you're literally going going through that yes, right now. Literally <laughs> arranging my furniture right now. I was now. like, so this like, is Crystal. Yes, now it's home. She pours herself a drink and she's just kind of like laying around and looks really satisfied and happy with herself. And, and I love it. Good. Yes. Perfect ending. It was a perfect ending. All right. So top of season four predictions. Anything <sighs> for Issa? 
Oh my god. I think we're done with Nathan. Fuck you. We ain't got time for that bullshit. No dick. <laughs> I don't think we're done with Nathan. I hope we are. Fuck him. I don't think we, we are. We ain't got time for that shit. No. We ain't got time for that, Nansford. I think she is going to continue being curious about what the fuck happened. Whack. Her curiosity is going to allow her to keep letting him in. And we're going to... we're There has to be more to this story. No. There's no way that Nathan's done. I, we have to know what he went to Texas for. I feel like... Issa could just be like, girl, he came by with that raggedy excuse and I ain't text him no more. Fuck that. I ain't got time for that. And boop. No, nigga. Ideally, but we're talking about Issa I here. hope so. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking forward to more craziness from the apartment residents. I really need that oh, little boy to God. come back. Yes. My mama said more don't tenants. <laughs> Yes. Give us more tenants. More tenant interactions. <laughs> uh, I'm hoping she gets the job at Beat Crew. I feel like she will. Issa working with kids again will be fun because that was hilarious. Yeah. She was that we got y'all in the field uh, with Molly. I think she's going to continue to rise at work. Like she probably is going to nail this shit for the client, but she's gonna, <sighs> she's not going to have good relationships with the people at work. So she will be trying to balance the strain and trying to get back on. You know, I don't think anybody wants to go to work feeling like Ugh, all these people hate me. I feel like Molly's going to end up leaving. Damn, you can't leave jobs that fast though. I like, think Molly will. Well, girl, I it, I think she's not going to be able to fix this. At some point, you have to realize it's not the firm, it's you. Right, but we're talking about Molly. <laughs> <laughs> so will Molly grow? Probably not. <laughs> I don't, I mean, listen, it's season four at this point. I mean. <laughs> right, don't hold down no more hope. Now, even yes. though I will say it was nice with her conversation with Andrew, you kind of mm-hmm. saw a spark of hope yes. for her awareness. So, so maybe. maybe that is the lead into season mm-hmm. four. The best, the ideal situation would be that she would go in, take Torian aside, talk to him, take the women aside, talk to them, yep. which is just the same way she did with Andrew. And then maybe like Issa just told hope her. Everybody, yeah, just yeah, be real. Smooth it over and break bread. And hopefully. now let's try to move on. Yeah. So yes. I'll, I'll give her that. I think um, Nathan and Issa are still going to be a storyline. Whack, gross. I really do. But I also do wonder about this Lawrence storyline with her that is going to be that is going to be messy I'm thinking like right before they go to Rock Nation or something Issa's gonna say something to fuck it up and the girl's gonna get mad I don't know I think she's gonna play it cool I think she's gonna play it cool her and her business partner are gonna work well together and but I think her doing well and Lawrence doing well on his end is going to make them start looking at each other again oh, with brand shit. new eyes. Yes, you know? maybe so. Or maybe Lawrence will be uncomfortable with Braid working so closely, closely. with Issa. Oh, I'm sure that's going to come. Hmm, well, Either way, season four is bringing all new versions of everybody. <laughs> no so dicks, no mistakes. <laughs> so make it I'm a curious. hashtag, please. Super curious about that. Uh, well, that wraps up this season of Insecure oh, Friends. I'm going to do a sad one. Brr, 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 brr. <laughs> It is always so fun to be in the studio with you. I, know, I miss this was a blast. So fun. Uh, thank you all so much for contributing all season long with the hashtag insecurity. Keep the con- the conversation oh, well, going. Well, we'll still read it. Yeah. I mean, if nothing else, give us your predictions for next season. Yes, do that. Let's so we can see who agree. was right and who wasn't. And most importantly, do you agree with Crystal that Molly should have intervened? Yes. Or do you agree Molly with me should that she intervened? She was a her good business. friend for that shit. <laughs> Let us know your thoughts. Yes. And thank you so much, HBO, for another great season. Thank you for having us again. Yes. So great. I think that's it. Looking forward to season four. Yay. All right. Bye, y'all. Bye, guys. Insecurity is a loudspeaker studio production. Our producer is Matt Raz. Our editor is Ty Worley. Join in the conversation on social media using the hashtag InsecureT. And don't forget to follow at LSN Podcasts.